Since we've last recorded, there have been three new football commitments for the Louisville Cardinals in the 2024 class. We'll talk about what Xavier Porter, Raymond Mosby, and Cole McConathy bring to the Cardinals program. With that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome in to another episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Uh, I want to take this time to personally thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week. Your team every day. The first episode of July will be talking about some significant football recruiting news. Jeff Brom and company have gotten three new 2024 commitments. We'll talk about the Cardinals landing Xavier Porter, Raymond Mosby, and Cole McConathy, what all three will bring to the program and what their careers could turn out like. So um, obviously we will break each segment down discussing one commitment at a time. Uh, it has been Obviously, a little bit since we've recorded, I mentioned in the last episode of June that we were going to be taking a little bit of a break uh, before July. July is an off-season month, so there will only be about 12 episodes or so, but I wanted to take a little bit of time off, enjoy uh, the summer a little bit, but nonetheless, we are back. We are ready for uh, July's coverage. A lot of fun ideas I have uh, for the month in terms of content will actually rank the top 15 players uh, for the Louisville football team in 2023 um, towards the end of this month. But nonetheless, we have some big time recruiting news to discuss. I apologize for the delays, but we've got some three or I'm sorry. We've got some three. We have three new football commitments. The first one is four star defensive lineman uh, Xavier Porter. Porter was ranked as a four star on some sites, three-star on others. According to 24-7 Sports Composite, he's ranked just inside of the top 675, coming in at 669, the 67th best defensive lineman and 96th best player in the state of Florida. That just goes to show you how incredible the uh, state of Florida is when it comes to football recruiting in this class. Now, if you remember, we discussed this recruitment. He cut his list to three a couple weeks ago. And in those three was Louisville, Kansas, and Penn State. And we talked about this pretty much being a Louisville and Kansas battle. Penn State, it didn't seem like the Nittany Lions were prioritizing Porter. It seemed like it was going to be the Cardinals versus the Jayhawks. And I made a comment that I didn't have any inside information, but my gut feeling was telling me based upon the timeline, him coming off of that official visit to Kansas the weekend prior and then Monday he announces that he cuts his list to three with a decision coming soon. I felt like Kansas may have been the clear choice because of just reading between the lines. However, what I found out just a couple days later, and obviously we didn't address on the show, was that it was pretty much the other way around, that it was Louisville that was uh, rising to the forefront, and this decision wasn't necessarily a surprise to anyone. I think that many that follow recruiting, all of the recruiting analysts believe that barring something unexpected, that Porter was going to 
commit to Jeff Brom and the Louisville Cardinals. Uh, Porter, the 6'2 defensive lineman from the Tampa area, played for Tampa Catholic High School, 6'2", 265 pounds, played both on the interior and on the edge this past season. Had a very, very fantastic year. Um, Tampa Catholic went to the semifinals of the 2M regional playoffs. He had 50 tackles, four and a half for a loss, uh, two sacks, uh, interception, fumble recovery, pass breakup, uh, which essentially almost doubled what he did the year prior as a sophomore. So uh, Porter, with more playing time, with more opportunity, was able to – really see that production rise outside of having interest from Kansas and Penn state. Obviously there were offers from Auburn, Boston college, Cincinnati, Florida state, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa state, Kentucky, Maryland, Michigan, NC state, Oklahoma, Tennessee, UCF, Wake Forest, Wisconsin, West Virginia. The list goes on. Needless to say, Pretty solid amount of Power 5 flavor in that offer sheet. So you look at the ranking, you know, he's a four-star on Rivals. And um, I think that this is a situation where you look at it, it's like, okay, well, it makes a lot of sense because of the need at the defensive line position. On Rivals, he's the 55th best player in the state of Florida, 23rd best uh, strong side defensive end. That's the main thing for me. Moving forward here, I like the ability to rush the passer from both on the interior and on the outside. I think being 6'2", 265, he has the potential to play either the three-tech or as a true defensive end, uh, playing in that 4-3 defense for Tampa Catholic. And we discussed, Tampa is a very, very uh, talented area. When you look at the rankings in the Sunshine State, there's a lot of recruits from the Tampa area. So he's playing in a very solid area in Florida, um, which there are many solid areas in Florida to play in, but Tampa being one of them. I think that I wonder, looking at his film, looking at you know the offer sheet, if he is a player that sort of got overlooked a little bit because of the sheer number of talented players in the area, or is he more of a top 700 player? Is he a top 700 player, or is he a player that with a strong senior season could rise up uh, into that top 500? I think that that's something to focus on. This is a recruitment to definitely keep an eye out on as we move forward because of uh, what he did as a junior. I think that that versatility is going to help him as well, and I think that he's going to uh, continue to definitely, um, you know, continue to do well at the high school level. One thing for me, I, I like the burst off the line of scrimmage, pretty solid, uh, you know, getting to the quarterback into the straight line um, and solid getting into the opposing backfield in running situations as well. Um, looking at the technique, I think that with many edge rushers with defensive linemen, it's about refining that technique. And I think that that's something that, is going to have to be worked on in the future when he gets the Louisville. It's not bad, but you can tell that it just needs some refining. But the physical attributes being 6'2", 270, moving really, really well for his size, um, you know, solid bend as well. I think that this is a situation to where would it surprise me if he played early? No, it would not. I think that he is going to step into a defensive line room to where there's a lot of question marks. I think that the main thing that's going to – um, you know, going to 
be asked is, well, what does he project to be at the collegiate level? Is he going to be used on the interior? Is he going to be moved outside or is it going to really just depend on, you know, base packages, certain personnel? Is he going to play both? I think that that versatility definitely helps Jeff Brom, Ron English, Mark Hagan, uh, Mark Ivy and company when it comes to, um, you know, the flexibility of what they can do with Porter on that defensive line because he has shown that he can rush the passer from the inside and do well and also get on the edge and use that speed, use that athletic, use that athleticism, that quickness and um, that strength to get to the quarterback pretty quickly. So I think that this is one thing to focus on here now is that you have that position versatility, but that's going to sort of dictate whether or not he sees the field early because on the edge, Obviously, it seems that there's going to be maybe a little bit more time with Stephen or Stephen Heron and um, Ashton Gelati essentially going to move on after this year. I mean, Gelati can come back, but I project him probably to go to the NFL. Um, and then you have some other guys that are looking to rise into those spots, but there's going to be a healthy competition. On the interiors where things get a little bit in, more interesting, you lose a guy like Jermaine Lolay who has been injured, but still you lose a player like him. Uh, Jeffrey Clark, Rodney McGraw, uh, some of the true freshmen that came in. There's Des Till, Jared Dawson, Tofik Thomas, uh, so on and so forth that could also, you know, still come back. And that's, you know, wondering, you know, who's going to be around, how is Louisville going to address it via the transfer portal? I think that it's hard to talk about what uh, or how long it's going to take for players to play right away because of the transfer portal and the attention that is spent on it. So that's something to focus on. But overall, I, I like this pickup. You're adding another player from the state of Florida, very solid area. You know, ranked inside of the top 670, had a very solid junior season, and I think he is a guy that um, you know has a ton of versatility that makes you uh, feel encouraged about you know what his role could be at the next level because of that position versatility and because of the tape on film. You know, he looks very very solid on film as well. So something to focus on is whether or not Louisville views him as an uh, interior pass rusher or more so a guy on the edge. So we will. Um, discuss um obviously when that time comes but speaking of versatility before we get to the next segment i want to talk to you about a versatile opportunity with bird dogs and we've mentioned this time and time again bird dogs is a versatile uh pair of shorts pair of pants that gives you the opportunity to you know have convenience have comfort but also like i said versatility the term we keep coming back to um, it is made with stretch fabric that it feels almost like sweat shorts, but they look like khaki shorts. And then it honestly gives you a sculpted look as well. I know that mine do. Uh, they do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better in my opinion. Um, they fit way better than regular shorts. Obviously, uh, Bird Dogs fixed that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khakis. Um, they use anti-sweat uh, wicking Fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. You can go for a swim. You can go for a run. You can wear them in a meeting. You can uh, go to the grocery store in them. They're very versatile. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs slash locked on college or promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We can promise you that. Be sure to take advantage of all the versatile opportunities with bird dogs. 
So moving right on along into the second segment of the show, discussing the next commitment for the Louisville Cardinals in the past week. That is three-star defensive back Raymond Mosby, uh, originally from Louisiana, uh, moved to Georgia, played in Atlanta, and has made a name for himself in the Peach State as well. Uh, the 2024 defensive back is rated, according to 24-7 Sports, not all that high, just inside of the top 950, 943, nationally 81st best cornerback, 108th best prospect in the state of Georgia, Six foot, 175 pounds, grew up in Marrero, Louisiana. I will say, and I've said this multiple times, that I really wish Louisville would start to recruit the state of Louisiana more because of the amount of talent and the amount of NFL players that 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 the boot turns, um, you know, from you know high school players in Louisiana to NFL players. So I think that you know, hearing that Louisville got a commitment from a guy who's originally from Louisiana, went to Atlanta, which is a very very talented area as well, and succeeded there, uh, got some recognition in this offseason that we'll talk about at a camp, and then he commits to Louisville. I, I really feel good about, um, you know, his opportunities at the next level, um, what he could bring to Louisville's program. I do want to see what he can do more of in man-to-man situations. It seems like he played a lot of zone at Westlake High School in Atlanta just based upon the huddle tape. Obviously, that doesn't necessarily tell the full story, and um, it's very clear that he has – uh, you know, a very, very solid ability to uh, pinpoint or I'm sorry, high point the football, you know, only being six foot, you know, not necessarily the tallest at cornerback, but does a good job of, you know, going up and contending with taller receivers, solid uh, athleticism, solid uh, north, south, but also east, west, uh, lateral speed as well. So I look at this recruitment, people will wonder, well, how can you keep getting excited about these top 1,000 guys, guys that are rated just outside of the top 1,000? I mean, it is what it is, but it is obviously still early. I think that we kind of got spoiled by the Flyville 23 class, but I think that there's going to be a lot of emphasis on the transfer portal as well, and that's sort of the way that high school recruiting is starting to shift, or actually I should say recruiting in general is starting to shift. So um, I, I think that Mosby is a is a player that um, you know is going to come into a defensive backs room that is still going to be pretty crowded. You have you know, guys that are veterans in there now that are looking to go to the NFL after this year, but you have guys like Marcus Washington, um, Marquise Gross-Killebrew, uh, multiple players. Aaron Williams will be healthy off of that ACL injury that he suffered last year. You're going to have some guys ahead of you on the depth chart. I think it's uh, awesome to have that uh, time and patience to be able to develop, to be able to you know look into playing some solid you know, snaps in year two, uh, moving forward, potentially year three as well. But I, I look at the areas of where he's played, played solid in Louisiana, went to Georgia, uh, played at Westlake High School, and really, really had a solid season for them. Had 17 tackles, multiple pass breakups. Um, Westlake was nine and four in Georgia's highest classifications. Now, um, also runs track. Had 11.54 in the 100-meter dash early on in his junior season. But what was interesting to me, having gotten um, you know interests 
Uh, actually, his finalists were Cincinnati, Duke, Georgia Tech, East Carolina, Mississippi State, Indiana, Tulane, and West Virginia. I mean, this is not necessarily the greatest offer sheet, but there's Power 5 uh, flavor there. And this is a, a player that I don't mind taking a chance on the ranking because of you know where he plays. But also something showing here is that there is some national attention surrounding Mosby. Um, you look at what he did just Pretty recently, he won the defensive back MVP for the Rivals Camp Series stop in Atlanta, which was back in April. So that's something that obviously he got some pretty solid recognition off of there. But obviously, it's just camps. So you have to see that translate over to the football field. But having that speed, having that agility, you know, showing out in camps, showing out in Louisiana which is a very, very tough place to play. Showing out in Atlanta in Georgia's highest classification, a team that went 9-4, and four, he started for that team, looked pretty solid. I'm okay taking a chance on this um, lower-rated player because of you know what you see on film, because of the uh, places that he's played, the talent that he's gone up against, but also you know having a pretty respectable offer sheet and you know, getting the camp recognition as well. But like I mentioned, it's going to be an uphill battle for Mosby to see some early playing time because of the guys that Louisville is projecting to have back in 2024. And, hey, losing Storm Duck, losing Jarvis Brownlee Jr., losing Quincy Riley, Who's to say that Jeff Brom doesn't go to the portal and get more defensive backs at the cornerback position? That's why, like I said, with Xavier Porter, and like I'm going to say with Cole McConathy, it is going to be tough to project how much playing time is going to be available early on because rosters are so fluid. We are seeing rosters turn over at unprecedented rates. This is, like I've said time and time again, uncharted territory for college football rosters, for college football recruiting because of the temporary um, rosters, it seems like it's like one year. You're essentially managing your roster on a one-year deal, and you're hoping that some of these developmental guys that you're bringing in you know, stick around to be able to play in year two, in year three. But I like what Mosby brings to the table. I know a, a couple people that you know, have told me, look, Dalton, I'm not necessarily as high on Mosby as you are, and that's okay. I mean, not every – you know, mid-low three-star is going to be a diamond-in-the-rough player, and there are certainly ones that, you know, Louisville has recruited that I've looked at, and I've said, mm, I'm just not seeing it here, but I'm going to trust Jeff Brom, and that's what I'm, um, you know, electing to do here as well. But I, I do think that Mosby is a very talented player that is better than a guy that's just inside of the top 950. So that's something to focus on to see if that ranking rises up a little bit, and that's obviously um, something that we'll focus on for all players as we move forward into the fall. So, But we have one more player to talk about that committed to Louisville, Cole McConathy. We will discuss um, why I think he compares to a current Louisville star pass rusher in Ashton Gelati and why there are a couple parallels between both of them coming out of high school. Um, before we do that, like I mentioned, July is going to be um, it's sort of no man's land in terms of content. We're not going to start previewing that game against Georgia Tech until August. 
Um, but we have a couple of episodes of preview series left, like the defensive backs department. And we're also, like I said, going to have a five-part series breaking down and ranking the top 15 players for the Louisville football team for this upcoming season. Five-part series that could debut later on this week. We will see. Uh, just depends on how much recruiting news is coming out. But nonetheless, it will at least or at the very latest start next week. So be sure to stay tuned and pay attention to that. But thank you all again for making us your first listen of the day. But we're not done yet. One more prospect to talk about. Cole McConathy down to Louisville and Missouri chose to commit to the Cardinals program back on the 6th, which was last week, uh, sort of like Raymond Mosby, ranked just inside of the top nine or just inside of the top 1,964th best player, according to the 24-7 sports composite, 70th best edge rusher, 40th best prospect in the state of Alabama, plays for, Stan- for, plays for Spanish Fort High School in, you guessed it, Spanish Fort Alabama. Um, looking at the offer sheet, not the greatest, but not the worst as well. There's a couple of Power 5 offers, uh, Virginia, Colorado, Duke, Georgia Tech, Indiana, Kansas State, Memphis, Missouri, Pittsburgh, uh, so on and so forth. I should say, and I hate to backtrack here, but um, Raymond Mosby did get an offer from Miami recently last week as well, so it seems like some other schools, some higher-rated schools, are starting to potentially get into the mix. Um, And I'm sorry for backtracking, but I felt the need to mention that. I have kind of forgot that news. But I think you can also tie that back into it's July still, and you're going to see some more players with starts or with solid starts to the – to their senior seasons, start to rise up rankings, higher ranked, more um, prolific programs try to get into the mix with these lower rated guys that they think are going to rise up in the rankings. I think that the transfer portal has really kind of delayed um, high school guys rising up through the rankings because colleges are just now starting to prioritize 2024 guys as a whole because most of the rosters for this upcoming season are full but nonetheless Cole McConathy down between Louisville and Missouri and hey look this is sort of the first win for Louisville against the Tigers in a couple of years you lost Trayvon Ford um you know, a couple cycles ago Nicholas Rodriguez chose the Tigers James Madison the second chose the Tigers but Louisville gets Cole McConathy six foot five edge rusher 225 pounds Reminds me a lot of Ashton Gelati coming out of high school because of the frame. Gelati uh, also in that 6'5", 6'6", range. Um, lengthy pass rusher that uses speed and strength to essentially blow past um, opposing offensive linemen to get after the quarterback. This past season, he put absolutely phenomenal numbers. 11 games had, I think, uh, 51 tackles. 28 of those were for a loss. 14 sacks. Named to the Alabama.com's Coastal Alabama All-Region team as a first-teamer. Um, also uh, 6A All-State honorable mention. Had two forced fumbles. But it's pretty clear that he's going to have to add some strength and weight to that frame. He sort of could fall in line with what Ashton Gelati did, be an early enrollee, and completely transform his body in the offseason. Not saying that's going to happen because that doesn't happen often, but there's a clear... Um, you know, there's a clear picture of, hey, look, this is the pathway you need to follow. Gelati coming out of high school was a pretty, you know, 
I mean, I'm not going to say a slim pass rusher because obviously that isn't all that true, but compared to where he is now, compared to where he needed to be, it was clear that he needed to add some significant mass, and the same can be said for Cole McConathy. You have to worry about the frame here, but if he's able to add on that frame and not lose that strength, lose that speed, lose that first step explosiveness, watch out because um, is a very, very solid pass rusher that is mainly um, utilizing that speed. I want to know what the fundamentals are like, what the technique is like, if that's something that needs to be refined. Usually it does for high school pass rushers, both on the interior and on the edge. But here and there, you wonder, is this going to be a situation to where you look at a guy like Ashton Gelati and say, hey, Cole, look, Ashton came into this program sort of with the same build that you did, sort of the same, um, you know, sort of the same tendencies, the same pass rushing style that, you know, mainly is based upon speed, but needed to add some weight. Here's what we want to turn you into. And we've shown or we've shown within that program. I know it's a different coaching staff that you can do this in this program. And I wonder what that, um, you know, what that opportunity had you know an effect on in this recruitment but I think the McConaughey is another player that is going it might take a year or two for him to see some time especially on the edge which he projects to play no gelati after this season in my opinion he could come back for his senior season but I truly think he's going to go to the league because of how good of a season he's going to have and then no Stephen Heron he will graduate and move on and you wonder who's going to rise into that mix and we will see, but McConaughey has the extreme athleticism, that speed, that explosive tape, a great highlight tape, but needs to refine the technique, needs to um, you know, work on the uh, footwork and things of that nature, but he has the explosiveness, has the speed. Adding to that frame is going to be the key for him moving forward. So three commitments, Xavier Porter, Raymond Mosby, and Cole McConaughey added to the 2024 class for Jeff Brom and the Louisville Cardinals. We will continue to break down the football positional preview series with the cornerbacks on tomorrow's episode of the show, so be sure to stay tuned. But that's going to wrap up this Monday edition of the Locked On Louisville podcast. Everyone, have a great day. For all of the social media needs, you can find us all here coming up.